0: Welcome to the show guys. This is Athlete Maestro and the goal with every single episode of the show is to help you break your mental and physical limitations in sports and also help you understand the business side of sports. So if you're a young athlete, trust me, this is the podcast for you where if you're breaking everything that is limiting you in your sports, then it automatically means that you're achieving the goal that you set for yourself. So basically your dreams are are coming true, and that's exactly what I want to help you do on this podcast. On today's episode, guys, I want to talk to you about how to make less unforced errors in your career. How do you make less unforced errors in your career? Now, if you're not familiar with the term, so maybe you know you don't play tennis or any of those sports, and uh, maybe your yeah, football, your yeah, basketball, but I'm sure you're familiar. With that term, you see, an unforced error is a missed shot or a lost point that is entirely the result of a player's blunder and not because of anything his opponent did. So basically, you lose a point or you miss a shot because of your own error and not because of what your opponent did or what skills your opponent had. And you see, one of the things that I've seen with a lot of young athletes is that a lot of you are making major unforced errors as you're pursuing your sports goals, as you're on this journey. It isn't as a result of your teammates. It isn't as a result of your coach. It isn't as a result of your parents. It is, it's nobody's fault but your own. But you see, what you have done or the direction that you have taken is that you have chosen to blame all of those people. You see, in tennis, it's always black and white, clear for everybody to see What is an unforced error and what is not an unforced error? Now, yes, there are blurry lines in between where you're not really sure and all of those things. But more often than not, 95% of the time, you can tell when something is an unforced error. The opponent didn't do anything, but you made a mistake. You hit the ball into the net um, and all of those other errors. So how is it? That you can stop making those unforced errors in your career because clearly, if you make too many unforced errors, you lose too many points. You lose too many points, you lose the entire game. So, how do we prevent you from more or less sabotaging yourself and preventing yourself from reaching your sports goals because you have too many, too many unforced errors in your career? That's what I want to help you break down. On today's episode of the podcast, this episode, guys, is brought to you by my athlete master daily planner. You see, it all starts with your day. I say that every single time. It all starts with your day. You don't train in months; you train within the day. You know, so uh, you wake up in the morning, you meet up with your coach, you are training for that particular day. So it all starts with you mastering your day, taking control of your day. Because if you can do that. That is the first step to you knowing what you're working on, how your training is going. This is exactly what the Athlete Maestro Daily Planner does for you. Athletemaestro.com forward slash daily planner. Athletemaestro.com forward slash daily planner to get your hands on that digital one-page daily planner. When you get your hands on that, come back to this episode where we're going to talk about how to make less on forced errors in your career. Welcome to Athlete Maestro, a podcast tailored for athlete development, improvement, and peak performance. And now, here's your host. Welcome back to the show, guys, and I hope you have gotten your hands on the Athlete Maestro Daily Planner. It's digital, it's one-page, Helps you take control of your day, guides the things that you work on in training, and of course, effectively helps you review your training sessions so that you're making the most of it and you're sure that you're making progress in your career. So I hope you have gotten your hands on that at forward slash daily planner. Now, the first point, guys, that I want you to note as it relates to this is that it is very impossible for you to not make any unforced errors in your career. Now, remember the definition of an unforced error as it relates to tennis. A missed shot or lost point that is entirely the result of a player's own mistake and not because of the opponent's efforts or skill. So, nothing it doesn't have anything to do with what the opponent has done, but is as a result of the player's own mistake. Now, it is impossible, guys that you are ever going to see a tennis match where one player doesn't make an unforced error. So you see a perfect player out on court, and when they get to the point, the start that reads unforced error, you're going to see zero. It is absolutely impossible. And that's the first thing that I want you to get before we go into this. And that's why the topic of this episode itself is how to make less unforced errors. The topic is not how to make no unforced errors or how to avoid making unforced errors. No, because it is absolutely impossible. It will mean that there is the possibility to have a perfect athlete. And if it is impossible to have a perfect athlete, then it means by implication that you're going to make errors here and there. You're going to make blunders. But you see, how can we reduce it to the point where it is not affecting your pursuit it is not affecting what you're doing and you will see this and you would often hear this in tennis parlance where they will say, the less unforced errors a tennis player can make the higher their chances of winning the match so you're going to see the stats when they bring out the stats when it comes to tennis you're going to see the first serve percentage you're going to see second serve percentage you're going to see first serve point one so the point one when the first serve goes in you're going to see all of those stats then you're going to get to the point where you see winners and you're going to get to the point where you see unforced errors you know so winners are you know so either a forehand a backhand or a serve that is unreturned by the opponent so it is not returned by the opponent that is a winner you're going to see a lot of athletes guys who or tennis players rather who they have they don't have many Winners when it comes to that particular game, but guess what? Because they don't have many winners, it means that their opponent has a high number of unforced errors. So they don't have many winners, they don't have many unforced errors, but guess what? Their opponent does. But the first point, guys, like I said, is that it is impossible for you to not have any unforced errors at all, it is absolutely impossible. So we need to get that out of the way so you don't go about your career thinking, Oh, if I have an unforced error or what is classified as an unforced error, ah, then, you know, I've made this huge mistake. You know, I I don't deserve to be here. I, I don't deserve, no, 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 absolutely not. You shouldn't even be thinking in that way at all. So let's get that one sorted out of the way. Now, what are one of the things, or what are the things that you can then do to have or make less unforced errors in your career? The first one, guys, is stop being careless. That's number one. You see, if you see a tennis player, and I can give you so many examples. So on the male side, you know, you have athletes like Nick Kyrgios, who they are very erratic when they play. And of course, because they're erratic, it means that they are going to be careless. You see, if you don't want to make unforced errors in tennis, you have to be very calculated. You have to be very precise. You have to know what you are doing and when. And you have to be very deliberate about it. If you see those players who they're just swinging their rackets for defenses the swinging their rackets so being careless that is when of course they make a very high number of unforced errors in that particular game and obviously they're going to lose the match you see in your own sport where are the situations where you're being careless for example you have a training session tomorrow and it is tonight that you're deciding you want to go out, you want to party, you know, you 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 don't want to prepare in advance for that next training session that is coming up. How exactly is that benefiting you? How exactly is that doing you any good whatsoever in terms of the pursuits that you're after? You see, it's just careless behavior. And you, you see this again also when you are executing your sport. So if you play football, for example, erratic tackles, inconsistent passes you see those are careless situations that you're making that are leading to unforced errors for your team now remember unforced errors are mistakes when you miss points or you miss shots because of mistakes that are not a result of anything that your opponent does you know so there are certain situations whereby you've been put under pressure and of course yes you would make mistakes when you're under pressure and things like that but this is not a situation where you've been put under pressure This is not a situation where your opponent has done anything whatsoever. It is just you making that blunder, missing that point because of a mistake that you made. So you need to check yourself and ask yourself, you know, am I being careless in my career? Am I being less calculated? Am I, you know, taking things for granted, so to speak, as it relates to my training or when I'm executing? If you see a tennis player that is trying to make less on errors, one of the key things they are trying to do is they are trying to stop being careless. And that's your starting point. You need to stop being careless as it relates to the goals that you're chasing, as it relates to how you train. You know, so you want to go into training. You don't want to stretch before you st- before you train. Obviously, you're going to pull a muscle. You might pull your hamstring. And of course, if you're injured, then you're not going to be able to effectively train to the point where you can get better. A few weeks ago on the podcast, we had Lindsay Hazard on the podcast where she talks about nutrition for athletes, so fueling your body for sports performance. One of the ways that you can be careless is not eating the right foods because if you're trying to perform, if you're trying to execute and you're not eating the right foods, then of course you're being careless because it's not a result of what anybody is doing. Nobody is telling you not to eat. Nobody is telling you to do this or to do that. You are the one on your own that you're deciding, I'm going to eat junk. I'm going to not follow my plan. I'm not going to not follow my diet. I'm not going to be eat my carbs the way that I should. I'm not going to eat my proteins the way that I should. You see, it's not a result of anybody's fault. It is you being careless, and that's the first way, guys, that you make less unforced errors in your career is you stop being careless. Number two, guys, is to practice more. Number two is to practice more. You see those shots that those tennis players are making, those shots they are trying to hit that is leading to them either missing the shot or losing the point not because of what their opponent did is because either they haven't mastered that particular technique enough so translating it into the skill or the anxiety or the pressure is getting to them much more than it actually should and of course the result of this is for you to practice more. Now, there are several times when um, Rafael Nadal was trading, um, Stanislav Vavrinka, Roger Federer, even just name all the tennis players. Now, you will see a particular drill that their coaches always take them through when they are working on a particular part of the game. So if they are working on their forehand, for example, they can hit 50 of the same types of forehands consecutively so it's not like we're hitting four hands down then backhand then four hands. no 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 the coach is going to stand at a particular point he's going to drop the ball on a particular spot and they're going to hit that forehand so whether it's cross court or down the line they're going to hit the same forehand over and over and over and over again why because when they get into the particular game they want their muscle memory to be so strong that that particular shot will not lead to an unforced error. So if they're going to miss that shot or if they're going to lose that point, it's going to be as a result of what their opponent has done. Remember the definition of an unforced error. So when you miss a shot or you miss a point as a result of your own mistake and not because of anything that your opponent did. So what you see these players wanting to do is that they want their opponent to make them miss those shots, so which is a forced error. So an unforced error is, is literally as worse as it can get because more or less, it's like you standing on your own and you sabotaging yourself. So the way that you counter those unforced errors is to practice more. So the question for you now, guys, is that how much more are you practicing? How much more are you practicing? Especially if you play sports, where you literally can practice anywhere if you play football you can practice anywhere in your room you can practice you play basketball in your room in your compound you can bounce the ball you can do dribbles you can try to put the thing between the legs you can practice all of those things if you play um individual sports sports that don't require outdoors and trust me there are a lot of sports that don't require the outdoors even tennis for example you can play in your living room you can play in your room get the ball get your racket start hitting that ball on the wall So except you play sports, like equestrian, you know, so where you need a horse or or you play sports, like even golf, you can even play golf indoors. You just try to simulate, you know, where the pot would be, where the ball would be. Literally every single opportunity you can practice more. I saw the video of a basketballer from Africa. So one of the East African nations where he measured. So this is one of the things that I always tell athletes, right? So he measured 10 feet from the ground up, right? He got a fence, that was that high, you know what this guy did? He put a tire on that point and he started throwing the basketball into that tire. I think I'm going to post this up on my Instagram. Of course, if you haven't followed me, guys, you absolutely should ask taller, or So he didn't say, hey, look, I need a basketball court. I need a proper rim. I need hardwood. No, 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 no. Measure 10 feet, put a tire up and it started throwing the basket. Guys, you need to practice more. If you're going to make less on forced errors, You are going to need to practice more. It is an essential. And it's one of those things that ensures that you master the technique. Not only do you master the technique, you have that muscle memory to the point where if nobody is pushing you, if nobody is on you, if nobody is applying pressure, you will not be making mistakes. And you see this with team sports where the opposing manager is going to say something like, hey, we need to get them to make mistakes, so put pressure on them. So because of the pressure they are putting on you, they are trying to force you to make a mistake. So it's not an unforced error. It is a situation where they are not putting you under any pressure, but yet you are still making mistakes. Those are the situations we are trying to counsel. So number two way, guys, is for you to practice more. Number three is concentrate on the task at hand. Concentrate on the task at hand. You see, one of the most difficult things. That athletes find to do and of course i don't blame you it's going to take practice for you to get this and work on it and improve it is that you want to do millions of things at the same time so you're training you're practicing but at the same time you're thinking about what's going on at home you're thinking about your friends you're thinking you know about your girlfriend or your boyfriend you know you're thinking about what you're going to eat after practice you're thinking about you know that competition that you're trying to get at you see if you don't concentrate at the task at hand you are more likely to make an unforced error so imagine a tennis player who is playing a game and he's thinking about the next game or he's thinking about what's happening at home you see tennis comes to you fast fast you get you hit the ball to the opponent you're getting the ball back you hit the ball to the opponent you're getting the ball back it comes at you fast you need to concentrate on that task at hand and you see for a lot of you you're not concentrating on the task at hand you're in the middle of a game And that is when you are thinking about so many things. And of course, I hear you where you might say things like, oh, but Tola, do we really control that? Do we really? Of course you do. And it's going to take training for you to steady your mind, to concentrate on that particular thing that you're working on. You're trying to improve or you're trying to work on this particular skill, zero your mind and concentrate on that skill. So remember when we said practice more. Yes, you can practice more, but trust me, you can practice more on nothing and just be wasting time very, very possible. You can practice more on nothing and just be waiting time if you are not concentrating on that task at hand. It is when you are concentrating on the task at hand, that's when you're making progress. That's when you're showing signs that when nobody is applying pressure, When nobody's putting pressure on you, you're not going to be making errors and you're not going to be making mistakes because at the time you were practicing or even while you're executing, you are concentrating on the task at hand. Of course, this brings us, you know, to the concept of flow. So getting into that state of flow where you're fully immersed in what you're doing, like literally there was a video one time of Kobe Bryant. So he was taking a water break when, I mean, God bless his soul. When he was playing for the Los Angeles Lakers and Chris Rock, no, uh, yes, it was Chris Rock, either Chris Rock, you know, or this other guy that did them, Jumanji, I've forgotten his name now, Kevin Hart, but I think it's Chris Rock, right? Where he was sitting down beside him, so they had floor seats for that game, you know, and he was just talking to Kobe, talking to Kobe. Guess what Kobe was doing? Kobe was just straight faced, looking laser focused in front of him, more or less like he couldn't even hear. Anything that Chris Rock was saying because he was focused and he was concentrating on the task at hand, which was that game. So it's extremely key, guys, that you concentrate on the task at hand. Very, very important if you're going to reduce the enforced errors you're making in your career. That's the number three point, which is absolutely key. And the final one, guys, is don't defeat yourself mentally. Don't defeat yourself mentally the first thing that i mentioned guys at the start of this episode is that look it is impossible for you to not have any unforced errors it is impossible for you to not have any unforced errors so you are never going to see the player who is perfect it is absolutely impossible it cannot happen and it will not happen you see what you don't want is a situation whereby you make an unforced error and everything just goes downhill from there and i'm sure this would have happened to a lot of you You go into a particular game, you go into a particular tournament, you're focused, you're concentrating, you're ready to do all of this. And a mistake occurs early in the game or in the tournament or in the event and everything just goes downward spiral. Like you literally just lose control of every single thing that you're doing, every single thing that is happening. It is because you have let yourself down. You have defeated yourself mentally. And you see this in tennis as well. You see, the minute a player starts to make unforced errors, if they are not able to collect themselves mentally, trust me, everything just goes down. So, the shots that they would have made easily, these forehands that they would have made easily, the backhands they would have made easily, they begin to play those things out. They begin to play them against the net. They begin to miss those shots completely. Why? Because they have defeated themselves mentally. And of course, I've talked about, you know, staying mentally in the zone, not sabotaging yourself mentally. The mental things that you should be focusing on. I've touched on that a lot on this podcast. And of course, I created a program tailored specifically on the mental aspects of the game called Mental Mastery. So if that is something that you're struggling with, then you need mental mastery and you need to get your hands on it immediately athlete maestro.com forward slash mental mastery athlete maestro.com forward slash mental mastery so you learn about the mental aspects of the game but in addition you would also eliminate the mental blocks that are holding you back from performing your best why is it that when you make an unforced error everything just goes down like that why it's because you're not able to recollect yourself mentally and stay in the zone to finish the game stay concentrated of course that is one of those mental challenges so mental mastery will help you do that quick recap guys of everything that we talked about it's impossible not to have any unforced errors in your career in a game in a tournament is impossible you would have the goal that we are trying to achieve is to reduce it to the barest minimum to the point that it doesn't affect the overall objective and the way that you do that is four key ways number one is stop being careless extremely important that you're very deliberate about what you stop being erratic. Be very deliberate about what you're doing. Number two is practice more. That thing that is an enforced error is actually a technique that you're trying to execute. The more that you practice it, the more that it registers in your muscle memory, the better it would be when you are executing it in a real life game. So it's actually key that you practice more. Number three is concentrate on the task at hand. Start having your attention divided in one million places. At the same time stay on the task at hand and of course the final thing is don't defeat yourself mentally and if you struggle with that mental aspect of the game then you need mental mastery athletemaestro.com forward slash mental mastery Athlete Maestro, guys check out the website check out all the free and paid resources that i have for you and of course i just mentioned one which is mental mastery. if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review i highly encourage that you do so what your recent iron view does is that it's going to help other athletes find the podcast know that this is a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports and of course when you subscribe the episodes get automatically downloaded to your device of choice athletemaestral.com forward slash subscribe athletemaestral.com forward slash subscribe and of course if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail up at athlete maestro.com don't forget to get your hands on the athlete maestro daily planner and also mental master you find all of that at athlete maestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there i want you to start making less and less and less and less forced errors i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day.